Hi everybody, this is Olayin Kaolo Jolu and you are listening to Day Springs of Grace broadcast. My objective is to bring a blend of biblical accuracy and practical insights concerning relevant issues in our world today. I hope that ultimately Day Springs of Grace will be helping us better understand God's heart and His purposes for our lives. Thank you for joining in. We will be continuing in the Better Things series exploring the book of Hebrews and today's episode is titled the supremacy of Christ. So for those who have listened to the first episode in this series, which was the introductory session, you would probably remember that I mentioned that my summary for the book of Hebrews would be a phrase, Jesus is better. The alternative summary that I suggested is the title of today's episode the supremacy of christ and that is what the next section of hebrews chapter 1 reveals to us i will read verses 1 to 3 to us this week and um, again for the ease of readability i'll be reading from the new living translation this is what he says he says long ago God spoke many times and in many ways to our ancestors through the prophets. And now, in these final days, he has spoken to us through his son. God promised everything to the son as an inheritance. And through the son, he created the universe. The son radiates God's own glory and expresses the very character of God and he sustains everything by the mighty power of his command. When he had cleansed us from our sins, he sat down in the place of honor at the right hand of the majestic God in heaven. In the previous episode, we focused on verses 1 and 2a in what I titled God has spoken. And we looked at how those verses reveal not just God's existence, but also how that God's fragmentary progressive revelation of himself in time past has culminated in a complete and perfect revelation of himself through his son, Jesus Christ. If you want to hear more about that, please go to the links and listen to last week's episode. But today, we're going to move on to verse 2b and verse 3, which together form such a packed section of incredible insight into the supremacy of Christ. You see, I'll do my best to go through this section in two episodes. The truth is that unpacking these verses may take longer, but I'll try to be brief. But these verses, verse 2b of Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 3, show us seven points of Christ's supremacy. Taking those seven points together, they reveal a threefold office of Christ. One as God's prophet, revealing his final and complete word. Second, as God's priests who made purification for our sins, as we will see further as we go into this exploration of the book of Hebrews. And then three, as God's king, 
who is enthroned at the right hand of the majesty on high. In the rest of the episode today, I will briefly go through the first four of the seven points or seven phrases that clearly show us Christ's supremacy. And then we will take the remaining three in the next episode. You see, each of these are phrases that we must meditate on over and over in our hearts to gain an exalted view of Christ. They all, each of them, set Christ above and beyond anyone else. So let us dive in and begin. The first is Christ's supremacy as the heir of all things. Christ's supremacy as the heir of all things. See, this phrase, heir of all things, that is used in the King James Version, is a title of dignity and it shows that Christ has the supreme place in all of the universe. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is the heir of all that God possesses. You know, there are Psalms that we call the Messianic Psalms because in many of the verses, they have reference to the coming Messiah, to the coming King. And Psalm 89 is one of such. In verse 27, this is what he says. He says, Also, I will make him my firstborn, higher than the kings of the earth. I know generally, when we think of firstborn and the usage in our contemporary society, we're thinking of chronological um, order of birth. But really, 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 when we look at it critically, in the context of the Hebrew society, it wasn't just about chronology. That term, firstborn, is actually about the right to the inheritance. It's a term of legal right. I know some people take that to mean that Christ did not exist at some time and so um, Christ is not equal to God. There are people who believe all these things. But you see, when Psalm 89 and verse 27 uses that term, it's God the Father speaking, so to speak, and then prophetically revealing through the psalmist saying that Christ was going to be his heir. And so, Christ is supreme. Supreme in the universe because he has this supreme place as the heir of all that God possesses. I think in another series, when we start to explore what scriptures reveal to us in Romans and then in Galatians, we will see that somewhere in the mix of all of that, we are also involved. Because scripture then says that we are joint heirs or co-heirs with him. But for now, let us stick to this point of Christ's supremacy as the heir of all things. All that God possesses in the whole of the universe is given to Christ as an inheritance. And this shows that he's supreme above all things and above everyone else. Let me move very quickly. Number two, Christ's supremacy as the creator of the universe. Christ's supremacy as the creator of the universe. You see, the next phrase that you find in this section of Hebrews chapter 2, 
uh, Hebrews chapter 1 verse 2b to verse 3 says, or speaking of Christ, says, by whom the worlds were created. And that refers to the supremacy of Christ as the creator of the universe. The one who made the whole created universe of space and time. John chapter 1 and verse 3, it says, All things came into being through him, and apart from him, nothing came into being that has come into being. Romans 11 and verse 36, it says, For from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be the glory forever. Amen. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 16, For by him all things were created both in the heavens and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominion or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. And you see, this creatorship of Jesus Christ establishes his absolute supremacy over everything. He created everything that is material. He created everything that is spiritual. And just think about it. The entire universe, with all the intricate complexities and wonderful designs, were all done with excellent perfection. And all of this was created by Christ Jesus. And so this shows again his supremacy over everything. Number three. So it's not just that Christ is supreme as the heir of all things. It's not just that he's supreme as the creator of the universe. It's also that he is supreme as the radiation of God's glory. As the radiation of God's glory. This third phrase that describes Jesus as the radiation of God's glory refers to him as the visible manifestation of God. As the visible manifestation of God. You see, Jesus Christ expresses God to us. He is the brightness of God's glory. I refer to John chapter 1 verse 18 in the last episode and I'm going to do the same again at this point. It says, No man hath seen God at any time, the only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, he hath declared him. You see, the only radiance that reaches us from God is mediated to us through Jesus Christ. Just as the rays of the sun reach the earth and light the earth and give warmth and give heat, life and growth to the earth, so Jesus Christ is the glorious light of God. Jesus is the brightness of God's essence that is manifested to us. This means that we would never know what God was really like if we didn't have Jesus Christ to look at. And that is such an amazing insight into the supremacy of Christ. No one else and nothing else compares to that. There's none that even comes close. And then the fourth phrase that we will look at in this episode today is Christ's supremacy as the express image of God's person. The express image 
of God's person. You see, this phrase means that Jesus Christ is the exact representation of God's nature. That Jesus is the exact representation of God's essence. Without going into technical theological terms, I would just point out that this phrase presents to us the fact that Jesus was not only God manifest, not only that he was distinctly a person on his own, but that he is also God in substance. Jesus Christ is the perfect essence of God. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 15, speaking of Jesus Christ, it says, who is the image of the invisible God? The image of the invisible God. Colossians 1.19 says, For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. And then Colossians chapter 2 and verse 9, where it says, For in him, for in Christ, dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. The fullness of the Godhead bodily. And so, it's not just that he was a manifestation of God, not that he's distinctly a person on his own, but that in his essence and in his substance, he is God. So Jesus Christ is not just the glory of God revealed. He is God in essence and in nature. And that is another amazing insight into his supremacy over everyone and everything that Hebrews chapter 1 verses 2 to 3 present to us. There are three more. You know I said there were seven. There are three more. And that is one. Christ's supremacy as the sustainer of all things by his word. Christ's supremacy as the sin purifier. And then Christ's supremacy as the one who sits at God's right hand. But I won't discuss these remaining three. I will keep them till the next episode and then wrap up on this revelation of the supremacy of Christ as we find in Hebrews chapter 1 verses 2 and 3. Let me end this episode by saying this. These verses that give us such glorious description of our Lord Jesus Christ are not simply interesting theological facts without any practical application to our lives. You see, when our hearts see him, see Jesus for who he is, the natural response will be for us to bow before him in worship and obedience. And so I pray as we end this episode, that the Holy Spirit will grant to us the spirit of revelation that our eyes may be opened to behold the wonder of the Son that we may have glimpses of the supremacy of Christ and that will draw us to live in reverence and awe forever and ever. Amen. Hello again, everyone. Thanks for listening to this broadcast. 
You can reach out to me to ask any questions, make specific requests about topics to be discussed, or even send in prayer requests via email. The email address is daysprings.grace at gmail.com. Daysprings.grace at gmail.com. A recording of this broadcast will be available immediately on the showreel on this channel and then subsequently on our Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Anchor, Spotify, Radio Public, Overcast, Breaker and Pocket Cast channels. The links will be provided later. So join me again next time and have an amazing week.